Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. Tonight, I want to introduce our blessed guy. Glad to have him here, uh, Ricardo Cordo. He's our special guest tonight. Well, where do I start? You talk about a busy guy. <laughs> His bio almost wore me out, so to speak. But he's a graduate of High Point University. He's a professional uh, life coach, founder of Cordu Productions, business consultant for uh, the area here uh, in Macon, Newtown, Macon. And also he's an author of an exciting book. We got a copy with our staff during the weekend and it is called Rise Up and Pray. Also got getting revelations on how important prayer is. So Mr. Cordu, how can folks contact you if they want the life coach information, if they need help in that area, how can our listeners contact you for the book or for your expertise in consulting? Yes. First of all, I just want to thank you for uh, having me on your platform today. I truly appreciate uh, this honor and this time period to share with you, with your community. And so, uh, first of all, my name is Ricardo Cordue. And uh, the best way to uh, get in contact with me is going to the website, which is www.diligentforlifeglobal.com. And that's D-I-L-I-G-E-N-T, the number four, life, L-I-F-E, global, G-L-O-B-A-L.com. Once again, diligentforlife.com. That is the best way to get my book and also get in contact with me. Also, my Facebook is Ricardo Cordue. My Instagram is Ricardo Cordue. And my YouTube is Ricardo Cordue. Made it easy. Yes. And if you didn't get those, contact our information. We will gladly forward it on to him. And that's R-E-E-E-E-C-H-O-N-E at AOL.com. Mr. Cordu, you're an experienced life coach. Tell our listeners about that and what is what is a life coach all about? Yes, definitely. So uh, l- let me tell you that um, when I was about 27 years old, I'm 38 now, so about 11 years ago, um, I was going through a life journey. It's the first time I decided to become a entrepreneur, um, I was in sales for over 10 years previously from there doing that. And I was just going through a lot of challenges, uh, learning uh, about self-development, time management, uh, spending time in prayer. All those things begin to hit me at the same time. And what I started seeing is people started coming to me, asking me questions about, man, how do you control your time? You know, how, how are you increasing your sales? How are you seeing like you're always even kilter no matter what you're facing you know, what is it that you're doing? And so what began to happen is people, I used to just start talking to people. They used to ask me questions. And then all of a sudden, one day I was like, well, maybe I should try 
uh, becoming a life coach. And, you know, I did a lot of reading, a lot of research, uh, seeing that some things were certified, some things weren't certified. And and so I went and got a, a quick certification just to make sure that I was doing something, <laughs> just to show <laughs> that I'm willing to put the education in, and the time into it. And so uh, with that um, became, I, 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 I was in prayer and God gave me the message steps to giving. Basically what it is, is developing yourself, showing love to your family and teaching your community. And from that it was the steps to giving that began to happen. And so I began to help people with that. And uh, for more information about the steps to giving uh, con- idea and concept and consultation, uh, you actually can go and message me on uh, the website, the diligent for life uh, global.com uh, to sign up for more information for that. Wow. I noticed you have several videos on the platform dealing with Proverbs 26. What platforms are available to our listeners if they want to go to your platforms? So right now um, on YouTube, my my platform is Ricardo Cordue. And so uh, I do have some videos. And so what it is, is I've went through series of challenges. So I used to do I used to focus in on a Proverbs challenge. And basically what that was is basically for the, the entire month of I had 31 days, I would read Proverbs every single day and I would come on and expound on what I felt God was giving me in that chapter, in that verse every single day. And so what happened was people began to follow me and start doing the same thing. And uh, what I realized is that not only does Proverbs give you wisdom, but it teaches you about some things called prudence. It talks about long suffering. It talks about so many things that can help you uh, really gain control of what you're dealing with in life and allow you to be able to see through God's lens of how you should approach life, how you should treat people, how you should connect with people. Uh, Proverbs is a, is a book of wisdom. As more as you read it every single day, the better it will become. And that's the word of life that's working through you. So, Mr. Director, any, any, any comments or questions from your end? Not at the moment. No, sir. Cordu Productions. What does what is Cordu Productions? I want to find out about you tonight. Cordu Productions. Oh, no, you're, you're fine. Uh, so Cordu Productions. So about three and a half years ago, um, I was um, put in control of the media ministry uh, at my local church. And I never did it before. But uh, my bishop, he was like, man, you do so much already on social media. I think it would just be a great fit. I think you you would really take it off. And what happened, that's exactly what happened. Um the ministry was able, I was able to make the Facebook page go from like 300 members to a thousand members. Um, then we started having people in India and in Africa and uh, other places in the state wanting to figure out, oh, can we fly in or can we, can we get, can we pay you to teach us how to begin the market? And so what happened was, is the more and more people started reaching out, I just created the, the, the LLC because people wanted to pay me to do it. And so um, basically just serving, uh, God began to, to make it grow. And so uh, I don't push it as much as I used to because I, I haven't been uh, over the ministry in a while. But uh, when I get the chance to, I'm still able to consult with small churches to help them get their voice out. I read in your bio that you've been exposed, I'm, I'm quoting, you've been exposed to many cultures. Mm-hmm. Which culture was the most exciting to you? <laughs> uh, so uh, people always ask me, it's like, where are you from? Your name is Ricardo. And my dad is from Panama. So I'm, I'm actually a first oh. uh, generation uh, Panamanian. 
We uh, have many, many friends in Panama. Many. Okay. I'm sorry, go right ahead. I'm trying to interrupt you. Wow. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. Yeah. It's so uh the, the in fact, uh, Tino, you're from Panama. Yes, he's from Panama. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Wonderful. And so growing up, my, my dad was in the military. So growing up, being this Panamanian kid who didn't speak Spanish, but I learned how to uh about the culture and about the community, about the family and about um, what do you do to connect with people? And uh, the first thing my dad taught me was food. My, my mother taught me, you should say, you should never see a stranger. You should always say hello to people, no matter how they look, where they're from, you should always be able to do that. And from that, it taught me as, as I grew up and now that I'm older, I see that my parents, even though uh, they're not preachers, um, per se, not over at church. They taught me how to reach the masses. Uh, my dad taught me how to read the masses through cooking. My mom taught me through communication one-on-one. And so it just, I, I just feel like I'm just living through what they taught me. And it was planting seeds in me at a young age that now allows me to reach multiple platforms. And so I'm doing the speaking <laughs> when they're... <laughs> You speak Spanish? Do you speak Spanish? I do not speak Spanish. See, that's okay. the that's the only thing. But you know, here's the thing. The Holy Spirit always helps out. You might, you might speak in the tongue. That's true. There that's you true. Go. All right. Let's discuss the book. Rise up and pray. What was the impetus for writing the book? So, like like I was telling you about uh the journey. Um I was going through uh, some tough times. Um, uh, well, not even tough times, called challenges. And I remember sitting in my house and sitting there asking God, you know, what's what's the next step? Like I'm serving, I'm doing all these different things for other people, but it's like, what's I'm hurting here? What 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 can I do? What can I change? What am I not doing right? And um, from there, I just started praying consistently. And I realized the transition from just praying to becoming on fire in prayer. And through that, God had me begin to just type up things that I would do daily, Um, whether it was calling somebody and say, hey, something in me just telling me to pray for you. Or was or whether it was just decreeing and declaring, speaking things over uh, my atmosphere, speaking to my finances, speaking to my health, speaking to my relationships, speaking to my community, whatever that was, I just did it and I wrote it down. And miraculously, miraculously, as I was writing the book, I really I literally wrote the book in 21 days. Everything that's in this book came from that time period. And it's just it, it just really encouraged me that. What where even at my lowest point, God still had his power, his hand on me and that all I had to do was begin to open my mouth and pray consistently and continually. And God began me give me the energy, the insight. He began to connect me with people and things started happening like never before. Wow. You know, in the in the book, uh, you were discussing the Lord's prayer. And that resonated with us here on the broadcast. What does that mean when it says forgiving others as God forgives us? Tell us about forgiveness and how that works and what you found in writing the book about forgiveness. I think the the biggest thing uh, that I can say about forgiveness is 
First, it starts with you. Forgiveness starts with you. You got to be able to look at the, I always tell people, look in the mirror. You got to look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, if you look at yourself in the mirror, clearly you can start seeing some flaws that you have. And as you're spending time in prayer and you're reading the word and you're in like, God, how can I forgive somebody if they, I felt like they despite they despitely used me, they misused me, you know, they they abused me. Uh, it, I started understanding. God showed me that in, in that time period that it's not that they meant to do it. It's just just like you make mistakes. If, if you say you want to lose 10 pounds and you start eating snacks every day, you stop exercising and you gain 10 pounds. That's the same mistake that you have to give grace to other people because they make mistakes, too. Also, they're sometimes they can um, be pushing for a goal and not realize that they're stepping on other people's feet to be able to get to that goal. And they misuse you. And so don't internalize it. Don't take heed to it forgive them so that with you forgiving them, then you can forgive yourself and then you can begin to alleviate what the enemy has set up as a trap. Now you win. Now, whatever that was set up for you to, 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 to discard you or hurt you. Now God will open the door for you to be able to testify to somebody else, to encourage them to keep going, to keep growing because life is life. Life happens. Mr. Director, do we have any comments or questions? Yes, we do. Miss William asked, what about when they intend to hurt you? That's a great question. When they intend to hurt you. Well, I know in when it comes that that's why you have to be prayerful always. Um, I, I start the book talking about how Daniel prayed three times a day, like consistently to the point even when he was praying, somebody was was planning like, oh, he's praying. The king said, let him press. Let's press this. Let's let's put this law in the place that will stop him from praying. That person planned to destroy him. But what happened? God came in in the end and he won in the end. It's going to happen. People are jealous of you. They, they, they want your gifts. They want everything that you have. There's always somebody who sees you and wants something from you because they want to be like you or they, they feel like what you have will help them break through whatever situation they're going through. So it's not about them planning to, to hurt you. It's about you thriving through the hurt and showing them that it's not going to shake you. It never shake. You got to shake it off. You got to be quick to recover. In, in this life, you got to be quick to recover and, and, and slow to speak, but quick to hear so you can see. And God will give you insight to avoid certain things. All like right. Friends, to recover. I, I'm going to come back to the questions about the abuse. You sound like you've been through some things and I want to hear more about that. But before we do, friends, this is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. And thanks for joining us tonight. We are a podcast that focuses on forgiveness, reconciliation, and healing within God's church. We're here for you. We love you. We want to see you recovered and get back to serving God again. Brother Cordu, you mentioned being hurt and abused. I'm sure in the corporate world, you see some of that hurt and abuse, don't you? Definitely. Um, I, I, would go to, I would go to tell you that when you are doing something that God that you know you're supposed to be doing, you it's gonna you're gonna have an ease about you. 
you're going to accomplish things in record-breaking time. Yeah, and true. people who yeah. are not standing in the yeah. right position, they're not in the right job, they're not in the right career, they're not right mentally, they're not right with God emotionally, they're going to be there to snare you, to trap you. They're going to be there. They're and you have to know that that is just a test for you to get to your next breakthrough in life. You can't without you, you cannot you cannot stumble and not and not have elevation. It's going to happen. You're going to stumble. But that stumble is somebody trying to trip you up. But you got to know you have the power and you have the ability to be able to overcome everything. Because God said he won't give you nothing more than you can handle. His yoke is easy. He will make room for you. Friends, if you want to contact us tonight, you can about the book or about our discussion. Again, that number you can call is 1-866-538-3664. Brother Cordu, you mentioned about the trap. Is unforgiveness, could that be a trap for some people to get caught into? It's definitely. Um, unforgiveness is self-sabotage. Wow. Interesting. Wait, wait, hold on. I know, I like <laughs> wait, that. Let me, like they say, <laughs> like stop that. reverse. So you said unforgiveness is self-sabotage? It's self-sabotage. Can you expand on that, please? Please. But because here's the thing. All right. When you, when you focus on... Anybody who's successful in life, they have some values, right. they have some principles that they follow. And in every principle, it talks about you loving people unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And if you are hurt, if you are congealed with anger or a uh, 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 hurt, you can't think freely. True. Your spirit man True. is muzzled. The things that you would say to have the audacity to speak faith to to something that's false, to make it truth, you won't have the ability to speak it out your mouth. You won't even Mm. pray it. You'll get to the point where your prayer, you will stop coming to church or even going anywhere expecting God to do anything. Lord bless. I mean, I, I, I I would say that the muzzle, you truly would have a muzzle on your tongue. And until you can forgive and forget, not not forget to the point where oh that person that person you know tried to trap me and all this stuff like that it's okay that's that's wisdom you don't you, you know that's what that person did to you so don't set yourself up to go through that again right you learn from it but that muzzle that unforgiveness that self sabotage uh, which everybody uh, at some point if it's not unforgiveness it's not believing that you can accomplish hmm. it's the same thing. It's that I always I, I love this analogy. Um, this is one of my mentors uh, told me he was like, Ricardo, do you want to be a millionaire? And he was like, I was like, yeah. And he asked me, he's like, why do you want to be a millionaire? And I started talking about the church and how much I want to donate and all these things like that. And I started getting excited about it. And I was like, he was like, OK, now I want you to I want you to hear me say. I want to hear you say I am a millionaire. And I said it, and he was like, now, you know that feeling? Did you feel free when you said it, or did you feel like a kind of like a tightness or a, 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 a hindrance, like where it was holding you back from really believing it? And I was like, yeah, I felt like a tightness. He was like, well, how can you be a millionaire if you, if that, tight, that tightness is sent to block the, the work of your hands, the work of your mouth? <laughs> and until... You feel a flow, a freedom, 
to say I'm a millionaire and know it like you expect it. You're walking into it. You're growing into it. Okay, you I'll follow your analogy. Okay, so if I say that I've forgiven uh, Mongo Joe, whoever, mm-hmm. and I'm not really feeling it, or I'm not acting on it, or I'm not doing it, I've not forgiven him, really, have I? No, you haven't. You're stuck still. It's still you still you still have not passed the challenge. Because once you go through the challenge of freeing yourself, you got to free yourself. In your spirit, so, man, inside. So, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. So there's a forgiveness in, there's a freedom in real forgiveness. Yes, it is, and um, it's a it's it's not only a know that you know, but it's a sleep that you know. Like you feel it all over you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you smile in it. You rest in it. And people are like, "Why isn't it working?" They're frustrated because it's not working anymore. <laughs> Mr. Director, any questions and comments on your side? Not at the moment. I'm enjoying okay, this. Okay, so you also, I'm taking notes as you speak. You also talk about a quick recovery, a quick recovery. Ricardo, you're talking to someone who's not going to church now. Mm-hmm. They've been wounded, this or that, in the church. What would you tell them about recovery? Yeah, you see, I got to take a deep breath. So take your time because you mentioned that area of quick recovery and mm-hmm. you're talking to someone right now who has been wounded mm-hmm. uh, in the church. They've been maybe put aside or someone said something that said something. It could be a a, a, a quadri of things, a, mm-hmm. a myriad of things, but they're hurt and they feel to stop going to church in their home. But of course, they're not happy there. What would you tell them that would add to their recovery to get them back? where they need to be. So, so all I can say is that prayer was my quick recovery because when I tried to do the things that made me happy, so whether it was, okay, let me eat my favorite cake today. Uh, let me uh, go exercise. Um, it didn't work. It, it was temporary but I was avoiding the the work. I was avoiding that uh, alone time with God uh, because the alone time with God, and, and, and we can go into uh, the next question with this, um, that seclusion is where I found peace. The, sec- the seclusion in prayer uh, to be able to understand and see, I don't, I don't know about you, but I started imagining myself when I read the scriptures, when I read the word, I start thinking about what if I was David and I was, you know, going against Goliath, how would I feel? Like I put myself there because there is a Goliath in your life and True. that can be self-sabotage. That can be anger. That can be hurt. That Goliath in your life. I, I, I put a message out the other day is like, you can't um, pray in fear and defeat the enemy. You have to pray from a strength, a, a, a strength of power, a place of power. And the reason why is because that seclusion time period, that's the time uh, when you get to uh, express your feelings, express your thoughts. And unfortunately, we go through a place now with our community. We have so many distractions. Uh, Very true. I ask, I ask people, I was like, when's the last time who, who prays? It's like, when the last time you sat there for 20 minutes? 
didn't have your phone around there, didn't have your computer going, didn't have your TV running, just for 20 minutes and just said, God, you talk to me. And please go ahead. It's it, it, it's 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 something that people have lost that that mindset that when I pray, I'm just praying, but I need God to speak to me because I need to I have need I need to have clarity on the things I need to do, how to approach life. How can I heal? I can't heal from a definition. I have to heal. Only God can heal me. And if I don't spend enough time in prayer, I can't heal. I can't have a quick recovery. I can't uh, endure for a night. So joy comes in the morning. Friends, our time is beyond gone again. And we're going to have Brother <laughs> Cordu back to talk about this idea of self-sabotage. Yes. And the healing that comes when we don't seek the Lord. He also mentioned the quick recovery and how being trapped in unforgiveness can ultimately cause self you to self-sabotage. And that's quite common. This podcast is by Church of God, for Church of God, for those who are saved. Many have been wounded. We're reaching out to you today. There's help and hope when you're hurting. It's difficult to serve God effectively. So with that in mind, our focus is to help the hurting with discussion, dialogue. We must discuss it to solve it. May the Lord bless you. See you next week, Mr. Cordu. Mr. Cordu, thank you so much. You've been insightful. I want you again next week to conclude your thoughts on being trapped and self-sabotage. Thank you, Prolu, and our director. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Amen.